tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido, sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. After years of being tied to President Takufuado, tonight Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia is charting his own path, declaring he has his own plan to transform Ghana. There is still so much more to do. My dear friends, I have my own vision for Ghana. I believe that it is time to move Ghana to the next level by building on the foundations we have put in place so far. We have details as Dr. Baumia formally files his nomination to contest the flag bearership slot of the MPP while insisting he has earned the right to lead the party into next year's elections. I have sacrificed for the party. I have defended the party in good times. I have never wavered. achievement and performance as vice president of the republic of ghana and top story is always brought to you by 
Vodafone. This is Top Story with Evans Mensah. Now, after years of being tied to President Takofuado, tonight Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Bamia is charting his own path, declaring he has his own vision to transform Ghana. Today, the Vice President filed his nomination to contest the flag bearership slot of the MPP, and he wasted no time to stress his sacrifice for the MPP over the years. My dear friends, over the last 22 years, I have worked hard for the new patriotic party and for Ghana. From, from during the President Kufour era as deputy governor of the Bank of Ghana, through our years in opposition and now in government, during this period, I have sacrificed for the party. I have defended the party in good times. I have never wavered. achievement and performance as vice president of the Republic of Ghana. And in all this, I've shown unflinching loyalty to our party and government. Rain or shine, my dear friends, I have compelling vision for Ghana's future. It is possible for Ghana to be like the advanced nations if we put our minds to it and put our energies behind it. It is possible with the technologies available, the new ones that are emerging, and a renewed mindset, we can leapfrog impossibilities and make the unimaginable possible. It is possible to break the eight in order to continue with the transformational policy we have started. Well, let's get more from uh, Samuel Mbura, who was at the NPP headquarters uh, today while uh, Dr. Baumia was filing his nomination forms. Uh, in Bura, we know that the vice president, he's been with Nanado for a long time. Since at least they, they run yeah. that 2008 elections together yeah. in opposition and in government. He's been there uh, since 2016. Now he wants to go alone and he would also subsequently have an opportunity to choose his own running mate. He's been careful today to stress a distinction, what he wants to do for himself and for this country. Well, the, the vice president says he has a vision, and his vision, if he's given the opportunity, is to uh, use the existing protocols or the foundation that has been built by the Akufado government to leverage on technology and also use artificial intelligence to uh, propel the development of the economy. He thinks that uh, the time is now for the country to... Uh, take off a reason he needs to be given the mandate and that uh, if uh, he's given the opportunity these things will come into fruition to the benefit of the vulnerable in society there is still so much more to do my dear friends i have my own vision for ghana i believe that it is time to move ghana to the next level by building on the foundations we have put in place so far. Together with you, 
I want to see a Ghana where we leverage technology, data, and systems for inclusive economic growth. I want to make Ghana the digital hub of Africa. I want us to bridge the digital divide and apply digital technology and artificial intelligence for the transformation of healthcare, education, and public service delivery, amongst others. Together with you, I want to see a Ghana with an education system tilted towards STEM, robotics, artificial intelligence, digital and vocational skills to cope with the demands of the fourth industrial revolution. Together with you, I want to see a Ghana where we cater for the poor, the vulnerable, the excluded, and the sick. Together with you, I want to see a Ghana where we attain food security in the shortest possible time through the application of science and data and irrigation to commercial farming, where we maximize the benefits from our natural resources like gold, lithium, and other minerals through policies like value addition, setting up a LBMEA certified gold refinery, enhancing the gold for oil policy, and dedication of specific gold concessions to the Bank of Ghana to enhance their accumulation of gold reserves. Together with you, I want to see an industrialized nation. I want to entrench and enhance the current strategy of industrialization that we have embarked on, and also introduce new technology like digital manufacturing for the manufacturing of spare parts, syringes, and other equipment. Now, Imbura, this is Baumia talking about his own plans for Ghana if he wins the flag bearership and if he contests in the general elections and wins that too. But we know, as we've already illustrated, he's been very close uh, to the president. Did he talk about what he believes their own achievement have been over the last few years? Well, the vice president has been talking about the road infrastructure, which he says they have constructed more roads than the previous NDC government. He talks about the successes from the free SHS policy. He talks about employment, which he says that they have employed over 2 million unemployed youth in the system. And, and that is what they have been, been able to achieve now. So, meaning, if he gets the opportunity, he would continue with some of the policies already in the Aquafoto government. I brought honesty, hard work, dedication and discipline to my role as vice president. Notwithstanding the economic challenges of our time, our government has constructed more infrastructure than any other government in the Fourth Republic. And many transformational policies have been introduced for the first time in our history, including the issuance, mass issuance of the Ghana card, the digital address system, mobile money interoperability, delivery of medicines by drones, one district, one factory, planting for food and jobs, Zongo Development Fund, Agenda 111, 
free TVET, free SHS, to mention just a few. We have also created over 2 million jobs in six years, more than any other government in the Fourth Republic. My dear friends, having implemented these transformational policy initiatives, it is very important that we don't go backwards as a country. We cannot put this country back in the hands of people who don't have an understanding of and a belief in this vision. That is why it is important for us to break the AIDS. Well, it didn't go to the MPP headquarters alone. There had been a lot of talk about more than 100 MPs supporting him. Did they show up there to support him too? There were actually 120, but I couldn't get the exact number 120. Uh, the Majority Chief Whip, which is uh, Frank Anodompre, led them. And he said that there are 120, but I didn't count up to 120 at the party headquarters. We can listen to Henry Corte, who is the Greater Accra Regional Minister and also Minister for Fisheries and Aquaculture. Culture, uh, Mavis Howard in addressing the, the party supporters. This is your time. Let us go out there, campaign, and vote for His Excellency Dr. Baudia for August, for November, inshallah, 8 a.m. A flurry of the land cruisers were just leaving parliament, and the information we were getting was that NPP MPs were on their way to pick the vice president and lead him to the NPP headquarters to file his nomination. The expectation is that was that they will be back in time for parliamentary business to continue. At 10.50 when Parliament started sitting, Dr. Bamiya had just filed the nomination but there was some engagement of a sort going on at the party headquarters. And so it affected the business of the House so much so that at the time sitting started, there were only two NPP MPs who were in Parliament. Um, the Deputy Majority Leader, Alexander Fenyomarkin, as well as um, Okaikwe Central MP. Those were the only two NPP MPs who were on the floor at the time. And the finance minister was expected to answer questions. He came, but the numbers simply did not exist for the House to form a quorum to continue business. So the deputy speaker had to adjourn House to Tuesday. So indeed, the MP showed up in their numbers yeah. to support the vice president of the party headquarters. But there were ordinary supporters there also who came in their numbers to also cheer him on. Exactly. This was not just, uh, they were not just party supporters, but uh, some are actually delegates. Some are also constituency executives. You can listen to them as they say, he is the right person to lead the party because he has the competence. The, to support the cause of His Excellency Alaji Dr. Mahmoud Baumia for one reason and by extension, his generosity to 
so many people in the society. I'm coming from Ningo Pram Pram. I'm supporting Vice President because to me, I think he's the only one who can be the MDC boot to boot. We are supporting the Vice President because he's the only person that can carry Ghana where we want it to be. Inshallah. Because when you look at the digitalization and all the things that he has in mind, it's a whole package. Baumia is for the whole nation. He wants to take Ghana beyond our imagination. That's why we support him. I am from Domia Bra, Obum Constituency. Yeah, the I'm a constituent secretary. Yeah, I'm here to support Dr. Alaj Mahmoud Baumia because I know he's the best person. He's the person to break the eight with. That is why I'm supporting him. I want to bring in our Dr. Kabiru Mahama. He is the economic advisor to the vice president and joins us right now on phone. Thank you, uh, Dr. Mahama, for your time here on Top Story. Thank you very much, Ivan, for having me. He was emphatic today that it is possible to break the eight. It's never been done before. What does he plan to do to do this where most people, where everybody else has failed? Yeah, thank you very much. And as again, good evening to you and to your cherished listeners. The vice president had the opportunity to be in line with uh, Article 12 of the party's constitution to submit and uh, file his nomination form. Uh, after that, he addressed uh, the crowd of party supporters and delegates who had come to support the vice president file his nomination. And he made categorical statement to the effect that it was possible possible for us to be able to leapfrog our development, possible for the MPP specifically to break the aid. And your question then is, what makes us think that we can break the aid when it's been difficult for other people to, uh, I mean, politics in the country or in this particular fourth republic for us to break the aid? The vice president comes in as a whole package, as one of your, uh, I mean, those people who are at the ground you interview. He comes in as a whole package, a package that has never been presented uh, I mean, to the Ghanaian people by the MPP. And because it comes, with a, it comes as a full package, that potential, that possibility of us breaking the aid is very, very high. And I think that the vice president is the first person, a sitting vice president of a republic, uh, having served his boss successfully for eight years, or that will be six years, eight years running, the vice president will be coming in with a whole lot of experience. The vice president is coming against another candidate by the NDC who has been tested and tried before. The vice president is coming in against other, I mean, we may discount the other smaller parties. The vice president is coming in with a track record, a track record that is going to be matched against the NDC's candidate. The vice president is coming in with experience that is going to be matched against the, 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 the NDC candidate. The vice president is coming with some personal character, characteristics. His personal character and traits is going to be matched against the NDC. And when we put all this side by side, the vice president stands tall and is capable of breaking it. So it's on the back of that that the vice president believes that given the mandate by the people, of the, by the MPP supporters, he can be able to break the aid for the MPP and for the Ghanaian's politics. And I'm also curious, today he was clear to emphasize that he has his own vision. <coughs> And I saw that as an attempt to say, yes, I have been part of the last, we'll call it eight years, 
but I have my own plans for Ghana, quite different from that which, of course, was led by the current president under whom he serves. Why was that important? The vice president mentioned that that statement is very important because one would ask, if you serve a president, you are part of the government, why will you need to come? What opportunity didn't you have? to be able to impact the lives of people. Why couldn't you have given your ideas you have to the president to transform the country? Why do you need to come? That question would be a legitimate question. It would be a genuine question being asked by any Ghanaian. The vice president needed to make it categorically clear that, look, I'm coming in with my own vision, a vision that he has outlined in brief. The brevity of that vision is what was presented, the details of which he promised us that he will be unveiling soon. Aside that, the vice president also mentioned categorical clear that he's not jettisoning the foundation being laid by the previous or the soon to become previous administration led by Nana Adudankwapufado. The vice president has been part of it, he's proud of being part of that particular record, and he has defended that record. And the only person who has, in difficult times, in good times, defended that record. So the vice president is seen as a transition from this current track record of the president to a new track record that is going to be set. And that is going to be based on his own vision. That was not that he didn't have opportunity to present to the Ghanaian people because he wasn't elected to push his own vision. He was elected to push the vision of the president. Uh, stay with me. Uh, I want to bring in uh, Masa Dankwa, uh, uh, Musa Dankwa, who is the head of global research at the Global Info Analytics. They had re- released a, a poll uh, recently. Uh, in that poll uh, conducted and, and among MPP delegates, they claim that it shows the Vice President, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, uh, leading the former Trade and Industry Minister, Alan Chamanting, and MP for Ascent Central, Kennedy Ejipon, rather, for the race to lead the MPP into the 2024 elections. Uh, Musa Dankwa, thanks for your time here on Top Story. Hello, Mr. Dankwa. Okay, uh, we'll try and uh, Hello. get his. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me, sir? Thank you for having me. Yeah, your, your poll uh, that you released has said that Dr. Baumia is leading the former trade and industry minister and MP for Ascent Central Kennedy in Japan as well. How did you come to that conclusion? Well, it's a simple uh, opinion poll of delegates. That sampled 3,570 of them across 271 constituencies in the 16 regions of the country. And the poll was conducted uh, between 8th June and 14th June with a confidence level of 95% and 1.63% margin of error. So we are fairly confident within the poll's margin of error. How many delegates did you poll? 3,570. Representative of the various constituencies, regions across the country? Absolutely, all weighted. And what was the score for Dr. Baumia if you compare that to Alan and Kennedy Dupont? Dr. Baumia uh, is on 34.8%, followed by Alan, 27.9%, Kennedy or Kennedy Dupont, 12.5%, the rest of the pack were 0.8%, and then you have 15.1% said they were undecided, and then 89 said they knew their choice, but they won't tell us. They did not disclose the choice to us. And does this hold beyond the superdelegates conference to whistle down the number to five? I mean, the superdelegates will whittle the number to five, but it won't have any impact on the race. Explain that. Um, because unless something dramatic happens, that Ken doesn't make it. That's the, that is the only 
big change that for us will be monumental. But if can sail through, the rest of the candidates have no impact on the race at all. The three horse race. And that's fascinating. I mean, the, the, the Kennedy Japan factor, he appears possibly that he could be the kingmaker here. Definitely. Um, once he's falling in double digits, it means it's going to be a three horse race. And once you have a three horse race, it is unlikely one candidate can take the race uh, in, without uh, going to a runoff. Let me bring in uh, Dr. Mahama. Dr. Mahama, so that's the poll from uh, Global Info Analytics. How much value and faith are you placing in this particular poll uh, in the Dr. Baumia camp? Yeah, first and foremost, I mean, Dr. Baumia is someone who believes in science and data. In any semblance of that, that is presented, is treated with the seriousness. We may disagree with methodology, we may disagree with finance, and there are genuine reasons why we may disagree with search. But beside, aside the disagreement, we go back to look at at least some of the brightest spots in such research and some of the darkest spots in those researches. And when we get to that table, we discuss all of the disparities and move on from there. So we feel like the result is not, uh, I mean, totally what we have based on our own internal, re- I mean, election, I mean, re- election research. But it is part of the pattern that we are also seeing, and that pattern is not socially, I mean, different. Of course, numbers may vary, and uh, the variances based on sample size, as you mentioned, but we take it seriously, we take any research seriously, but we do not take all the findings by all the research institutions, Hopeland, Simca. We will interrogate each research and come to the conclusion that they are in line with what we are getting. If there are brightest for we embrace it, there are darkest for we embrace as well. But of course, my brother, Mr. Dongwa, has, we have already disagreed on a number of occasions on some of the researches and we've come to consensus on some of them. Our side is clear that we believe in science and data. When the science and data puts us ahead, we embrace it. If it puts us down, we work hard to improve our chances. You, you talk about your own research. What does that suggest? I mean, that suggests that the vice president is having an effective win. Both at the uh, above at the presidential, I mean the special electoral. Def- define then, define then, emphatic in percentage terms. Emphatic means the vice president is going to get no less than seventy percent of the vote. Okay, so that is why I, I, when I say there's going to be emphatic win, that is what essential what we are mean. So there's no whether Alan is in the contest. Alan is not in the contest. Kennedy and Japan is in the contest. Kennedy is not in the contest. The vice president is going for a win. So the they are thinking, their postulation, their hypothesis that cannot be in the race has a tendency of changing the results in favor of either Allah or Bahumia is not something that we find within the, the researches we've done. I want to bring in poster and election watcher Ben F. Singh, who joins us also now. Mr. F. Singh, thanks for your time here on, on Top Story. Um, we now, most people thought this was a two-horse race. Now we, we're learning it's possibly a three-horse race. You agree? Well, I think that uh, I'm finishing my seventh book on elections in about, it's kind of in about six weeks. What I did was I did research among not the super delegates, you know, after the super delegates elect five people, uh, about 200,000 delegates would vote. I did the research before the election of new delegates. So there were elections of delegates, some people were retained, some lost their positions. So I did it before and after. And before, 
clearly Dr. Bamia's popularity increased after the election, which means that a lot more people who support Bamia got elected. And from the two works I done, uh, I did, uh, Bamia win, followed by Kennedy Japan, and then Alan Martin. And all the details and breakdown will come in the book, which will be out in about six weeks. And Ms. Efsing, one of the key challenges that Dr. Bamir will have to contend with, and it came up in his own address, is separating himself from this administration. And of course, the incumbent president, Nanado, he's been trying to do that. That's going to be a tough one to sell. Please come again. I'm talking about the distinction that Dr. Bamir will now have to create between himself and uh, the incumbent president and the question that will keep coming is a lot of the things that he will sell us as you know the things that distinguishes him the question will come so why didn't you do it as vice president in the last two terms you know Ivan, this is a very interesting question you've asked you know i've been part of the work i've done i'm trying to find out why the ndc's votes in the voter region over the last three elections has gone down by 6.6%. Now, whenever I do those stories and so on, the reaction of some of the NDC people is that, oh, I mean, if a Votarian is the vice president, he's not in charge. But these are the same NDC people who blame Baumia for some of the government's problems, knowing that he's the vice president and he's not in charge. Do you understand? So clearly, uh, they are aware of the limitations of a vice president vis-a-vis -vis he not being the boss. So that is one of the interesting things that I think that 2024 is going to be very interesting because a lot will depend even on who John Mahama picks as his running mate. I think of the three, the one who will give John Mahama a run for his money and help the NDC is Dr. Baumia. And Dr. Mahama, what happens now? Are we now going to see the vice president actively campaigning on campaign platform, just as we've seen Alan and the others do? Yeah, Mr. Ivan, if you may come in with your question. I'm asking, what happens now? Are we now going to see the vice president? Remember, he said the vice president is the chair of the economic management team. Are we now going to see him actively on a campaign trail, campaigning uh, from region yeah, yeah, to region, constituency to constituency? start with the filing and submission of the nomination form. He will start with active campaign. I think he's been held back by national assignment, being the chair of the economic management team standing in for the president whenever the president is not around in the country. But the vice president has been given the green light to start the campaign with this filing. And the, I mean, the president has equally blessed his candidature. So I think he was just going to be shuffling between statutory duties, national duties, as against his presidential ambition or presidential bid. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Dr. Kabiru Mahama, is economic advisor to the Vice President. Ella, you had Musa Dankwa, head of global research, uh, global info analytics, and Ben Singh, who is poster and election watcher. Ghana Connect starts.